Um, okay, well, welcome to the very first AMA. Um, joined with Zeke here. We'll be taking full control. No, I'm kidding on. Um, <laughs> but everyone will kind of know who I am. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to share like a bit of background as to where I started, how I got involved in things, and what I'm sort of trying to build here. But I guess you can go ahead and introduce yourself, Zeke, because you certainly have a very, very impressive sort of background and history when it comes into crypto itself. So go ahead. Sure. So I've been around since 2017. Um, I was one of the XRP people who back then we didn't know crypto could go down. It turns out crypto can go down. So I got to got a lot of firsthand knowledge on the uh, 2017 runs up and uh, the 2018 run down. But uh, besides that, I'm also uh, one of the early investors in the Byte NFT platform. So I've helped that team out over there. Um, been around a lot since the NFT space has started, as well as uh, DeFi and altcoins. So we'll do these as much as possible with both CM and myself. But if there are time restraints and CM can't make a few of these, we will do these weekly. And uh, we can go every over everything uh, with you guys from some basic TA stuff, uh, learning how to use different bridges, whether it's a Terra bridge, multi-swap, um, different ways to get your, uh, your tokens from one... Uh, one chain to another reasonably priced and not getting uh, killed on fees, which is always the big thing in this game. Um, and besides crypto, I come with a long business background. I ran one of the biggest adult sports leagues in uh, Ontario, Canada, just outside Toronto for 10 years, as well as a bar and, uh, and carried a real estate license for 20 years. So even outside crypto, I come with a pretty lengthy business background to uh, throw some insight on any questions you guys might have and uh, the one thing I did notice we don't have a text channel to go with this yet so we'll get one of those made during the week but uh, after we go over a few things if anyone has any questions feel free to just use your push to talk or uh, we'll use the I guess we'll use the big dog chat because everyone can use that so if anyone has any questions uh, that they want to throw out they can throw them in big dog chat and we'll try and grab them yeah for sure so was xrp like 2017 was that like your main play was there anything else you sort of diversified um, I, I spread out after that so um i got into xrp in october so i was lucky enough to catch it while it was low uh, i think i got in around 17 cents wrote it all the way up to 338 and then uh watched it cripple itself all the way back down to about a dollar fifty before I finally pulled the trigger and said this isn't fun anymore and then uh, sat on the sidelines for a little while. Um, unfortunately, I didn't invest as much as I should have while times were down, but I was fortunate enough that uh, while there were the dumpster fires going on, I did throw some money into Cardano. Um, I got some Matic while it was low. I got some, some of the uh, the ones that came back from 2017, 2018. So I was able to redeem myself uh, this run that uh, we just went through in the last, well, basically since the COVID, uh, the COVID run. And then actually one of the uh, better plays was a play from this group, like uh, did well on Tencent last year, which was uh, <laughs> last year. Yes, um, I remember that one. Yeah, and one of the newer coins that uh, I got lucky to uh, get in early uh, 
in right at the start of 2020 was Harmony One. I got Harmony One at a penny, so that one did very well. Yeah, I I remember that one because that was part of people were pushing Harmony One and people were pushing Matic, and I got fed up with both of them, unfortunately. But um, yeah, most people by the time they were pushing Harmony, they were already late to the game. Like you had to get it when no one no one knew it was there and then it just sat idle between 12 cents and it got up to like a high of 28 and then it sat back down around 12 till it ran up to 37 with the DeFi kingdoms news yeah i mean that, that's really how i've played the whole of crypto my entire life is always looking at what was successful and then trying to sort of get the the copycat version of that like i got into bitcoin really early like 2012 i think i didn't really buy it till like 2013 um because I, I was kind of put off by it. It's claiming to sort of be a global currency, but I looked at the tech behind it and I thought, this can't possibly do this. But then I seen the sort of Silk Road side of it and I seen a bit of potential, so I did buy some of it. Um, but it wasn't really until Ethereum came in in like 2015, 2016. I think it was around about $10 or something like that. That's when I started thinking, hmm, this crypto thing is a lot bigger. And then... Once Ethereum had that run up, like average buy ten dollars to like it was getting like five, six hundred and stuff. I thought, okay, yeah. this is serious stuff. And then after that, it was just heaven. You know, I I made sure I bought projects I felt like no one else knew about. Like so, I thought, right, Zilliqa looks like a better Ethereum. I'll I'll buy some of that. And then I seen the IoT come out, the Internet of Things. That's basically just computers talking to computers like cars with digital wallets and stuff so i bought iota um and then it just rolled on from there i just kept on looking for what did i think the next thing crypto was going to happen and luckily year upon year i have had a relatively big hit at least once a year I need to try and find one for this year but there's still eight months left um and that's that's how it's really moved for me is just continually try and find the the next big thing and I, I think that's the thing about crypto you the obvious one was obviously meaties like you've seen the other layer twos you knew their tech aspects you knew you you knew what they'd done and what we did know was that meaties was largely unknown and it had huge sort of connections and stuff so it was quite obvious so um it accelerated way faster than i thought but that's all crypto's been for me. It's just trying to find what's successful now and what is coming out that will replicate that, basically. Yeah, and it's just uh, finding the narrative. Like, I know myself personally, I played some of the layer one or layer ones last year out of order. Like, I went big on DOT um, a little too, I wouldn't say too early, but DOT really didn't do anything compared to, say, like Solana, Avalanche, uh, and uh, Luna, like uh, <laughs> that one was definitely a kicker for me last year. I just, uh, I played them out of order, still made decent money on them, but uh, definitely didn't capitalize as much as there was to capitalize on those, uh, those four layer ones when they took off in the order they did. But uh, yeah, as for me, what did you guys pick that up at? You guys started at what, around, buying around $5 and then it went up, got up high of what, 230 ish for you guys? Yeah, yeah, I think it tapped almost 300 um, in the end, so it it, it was about, uh, yeah, it, it was crazy, because I, I remember when it came out, it was pushed out about, 
five six dollars I think for the very very early engaged people and then I remember it hitting like ten in a couple of hours and people were like oh I don't want to buy it ten dollars and then <laughs> lo and behold absolute rampage thereafter well yeah I know I think I first looked at it after you called it around 12 I was like okay I'll wait for a pullback that pullback never came so I missed that one <laughs> yeah exactly and that's 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 the way I always try and play it. Like if if I'm holding something for a month, yeah, there's no way I'm getting caught buying it. Some large wick up candle is just too risky because any announcement can come out tomorrow that really puts your portfolio at jeopardy if you start buying it at tops. But if if you look at things for like a six, twelve month or even longer time frame and you're willing to hold it for that amount of time, generally you you can be okay if you if you make the calculated risk on it, but Thankfully for me, being full-time in crypto, is, it makes it a lot easier to, to catch these things early and, and, and try and organize myself around those calculated risks. You know, before I went full-time crypto, I was doing probably, you know, 50, 60 hours of office work. And then all of my free time was spent just doing crypto, like lunch breaks, going into work an hour early so that I could do some research and stuff. It was... But, you know, it's, it's really, really paid off for me. And I think the, the next chapter now is to just try and expand this group with even more knowledgeable people. Um, you know, because it, it sort of started off with Jimmy coming to me. Um, Jimmy G, the one you'll all see in the chat. Um, he came to me actually as, as, a, as a top tier member, a one-on-one -on -one member. So it's a very, very expensive tier. And he said to me, look, he doesn't want to just be someone that talks to me about crypto. He wants to try and help me push things and really make this a, a massive successful community where we're covering all avenues, you know, airdrops, NFTs, gaming, pre-sales, all of this sort of stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm a busy guy, but you know, if you want to do it, I'm, I'm not going to hold you back. And, you know, after a few weeks, I was like, okay, I, I can trust this guy. I can see what he's trying to do. And then look what's happened now. We've got loads of people in here helping, trying to give as much information as possible. And I guess now the drive is to try and really grow that community into the, the go-to place for, for everyone to come. And I don't know how you feel, but I'm pretty much along with the general sentiment that we got about 18 months to two years for the people who are here, whether it's full-time, part-time, just dabbling in crypto before we get regulated like no tomorrow. So I think we only got one one big season left, which will probably end somewhere around into the next half the two year two years where we could really have still some free reign before the, the big institutions come and ruin our party. Because short term, most of the people who have been doing this long term still know a little more than the big money. It's just they can they can out leverage us when they want to and make it pretty ugly for us. But as a whole they're still getting their feelers out and figuring out what they want to do with this market versus those of us who have either gone all in in the past or the view of came in now and are working on going all in and not having to do the nine to five thing anymore. Yeah, well, uh, to be fair, on how long we've got left at some of these crazy accelerated movements upwards, I, I don't know. In all honesty, I remember in 2017, 2018 thinking that's it, we're done, 
that this type of crazy profit is is not going to be here in two years and you know now we're four or five years on and it's still going and I, I still feel like we're early in it I think the more decentralized options do become available where, where people can disconnect their real-world finance and put it into something online which is decentralized and more this decentralized community grows and who knows musk's purchase of twitter might be something that helps push this even more um you know the banning of presidents from speaking might be something that helps this <laughs> this narrative as well then this may last longer than we all anticipate um so it's it's tough to gauge yeah for sure like regulation is coming but what will that regulation be you know there's there's hidden markets for everything now <laughs> 100 percent yeah i think we'll still get the big runs and some of the crazy alts that come out of nowhere but the big days for I think, ethereum bitcoin and some of the other big ones i think we might be limited to another couple of years before you get the volatility of sort of taper off i think on the big guys oh yeah definitely that that's why i sort of push home the the tagline of, of bitcoin will not make you rich um it's the people that are telling you Bitcoin will make you rich, they're the people that want it to 2x because if, if they get a 2x on Bitcoin, they've turned their 1000x into 2000x. Um, that, that's why it's such a huge narrative behind it for them. But for us starting out and, you know, with a few thousand dollars, it's definitely not the way to go. And that, that's why I've always tried to tried to push out these risky, but... Um, unknown projects because those are the ones that can really change your portfolio you know if you if you scatter a few hundred dollars and and one of these hits 50 100x then suddenly you're in a potentially life-changing position if you if you calculate your next move and yeah that's it one thing uh those of you who are new when you do hit it big on a coin as you've seen what can happen since the start of this year where we can hit these cycles where you go down for four or five months make sure you always have a little bit on the side to buy back in. You, you don't have to make it all at once. And if you try to make it all at once, you tend to give a lot of it back. Yeah, exactly. You, you can, of course, get very lucky. And many people will read insane success stories of people flipping between, you know, one layer one to the next layer one and their their 20x has done another 20x, was so 400x and, and a couple of moves. That type of scenario was just very very unrealistic you're definitely better doing it as the way i look at it is look at it like a lottery ticket you, you you're never relying on a lottery ticket winning so you're never putting your whole wage into a lottery ticket but at least crypto is like a calculated lottery ticket like it's something that, that could become good for you in the future and, and definitely just treat it like a an investment you've got to nourish and I always like the lottery ticket analogy because if you had something where you put $5,000 into it and all of a sudden it's worth $100,000 and that was a lottery ticket, you're going to go to the store and cash that lottery ticket in. Think of crypto the same way. Like, If you have $5,000 that take, turns into $100,000, take 50 for yourself, set it aside, either use it for other investments, buy yourself something, do something with it because you'll appreciate it a whole lot more than just watching the numbers go up and down, up and down, up and down and never ending up with anything for yourself yeah exactly and i think that's what we're trying to do now in this channel that 
yeah, you've got your altcoins, the projects you believe in, you know, XCAD, I think everyone's in agreement, looks poised to do well this year, but there's no reason to put all of your cash into it. The, the, the pre-sale side of things, that Dialmaker one, uh, the Step app, that was a good example of, you know, if you've got a 10 grand portfolio and you've got a grand into that, 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 that thousand is now you know, sixty thousand. You you get six. You got six thousand back on on unlo on unlock. So those little plays, little NFT flips, small pre-sales, the optimism airdrop. These are the kind of things that can, out of nowhere, push your portfolio really hard. And if you hit all that, and then the bull run comes, and then XCAD starts hitting, you know, forty, fifty dollars. It's it's happy days all round. That's definitely, definitely the best way to play it. Just look at many, many different avenues. So now that we got some more people in here, Sam, why don't you just go over, like, say, when you started your YouTube channel and a little bit of, um, a little bit of how you got here. Yeah, the the YouTube channel story is crazy. Really, I think it was about. 2019 or something like that it was maybe 2018 actually i i actually used to do video editing and things like that for, for games like 10 15 years ago so i did have a bit of experience but initially on youtube i couldn't be bothered so i just used my phone to record my screen as i was navigating and this is when i started uncovering all these things on zillica calling it the next ethereum and i just put up these sort of stupid rogue kind of badly recorded videos and suddenly people started to really really like them and then of course in 2019 i think it was or or early 2020 when zilliqa started to take off and people started to make a lot of money a lot of people started to talk about me and then that's when from there i thought okay maybe I can actually start doing this properly so I put a bit more effort into YouTube into the community and it it just started going from there initially sort of a, a Zillica maxi but then as I went on obviously started sharing more thoughts and feelings but pre-YouTube I actually had a like private whatsapp group i think it was maxed out at the max 250 members and this was from people from like reddit and forums that joined yep. joined this whatsapp group and that was in the 2017 mania we were talking about all these different altcoins and stuff but yeah youtube was the natural progression and i think it's youtube's a, a difficult place because especially now you get offered a lot of money to push things and as an anonymous dog on the internet it was hard to build reputation so i knew that if people couldn't see my face they would definitely have to trust my integrity um from what i did because they, they couldn't see or or make a judgment on, on on me as a person and yeah it's taken longer to build a reliable reputation on the internet within crypto but i'm definitely at the at the turning point now where i've got an established name and people know that i've never messed anyone about never taken a couple of grand just to push some random altcoin out and yeah the the youtube era is definitely is, is going very well and the other thing is yeah you're not and it's not like you're a daily youtuber you're maybe bi-weekly or so so it's not like you're you're jamming stuff down people's throats so normally when you come up with something people watch it because they normally think it's something worthwhile 
Yeah, exactly. What what actually happened? I think it was about two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago. Um, I was on a on a crazy altcoin phase with Silica popping high, and I started moving around large sums of money into loads of crazy altcoins that ones I didn't put on my channel, um, and one of them was a Chinese exchange that actually drained my funds. It was a crippling, crippling loss. Um, and at that moment I thought I'm, I'm packing all of this in and then it was a trusted member said to me look CM do not give up now this happens to everyone he's like I, I think you should start up a, a private patron people would love to just watch your research and, and pay you for it and I thought oh I don't know how I feel about would would people actually give me money to see what I do like on a monthly basis but but privately with YouTube and really that's what changed the game for me because as soon as I got a certain amount of members the income from that surpassed what I was earning in my normal day-to-day -day job it then gave me more time to research crypto as I wound down the hours and eventually quit that job as well so this is what's led to this huge step now with the private discord you know it's it's a step in the right direction to get away from Patreon because it is centralised. They do send me warnings about the content yeah. I'm putting out. And, you know, now we've got full control. The funny thing is Stripe have sent me an email earlier on today saying, <laughs> um, you are in a high-risk market. We need to discuss security. So I'm not sure how <laughs> I'm not sure how that phone call with Stripe is going to go, but I'll let everyone know. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's high-risk when you do it by yourself, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, so you guys know, we've all obviously made a savings channel, which uh, Coin uh, Coinstat was nice enough to give us a sizable discount off of our annual uh, subscriptions. There, uh, I've added Ledger. Ledger, unfortunately, doesn't really have a discount program, but if we use the link enough times, they'll send us a free Ledger too. And if they do, we'll uh, we'll do them as giveaways to the community, so that way there's uh, something in it for you guys. Um, is there anyone here from the CoinStat team? Because I know they wanted to join our Discord just to make sure we were uh, we had everything shared for them. And if they are here um, today, by all means, reach out to me through email like that. And uh, anytime you want us to mention something for you in here to the group, we will always uh, do that as we're thankful for the discount you gave us. And uh, I've mentioned to CM on upcoming videos, we'll uh, make sure to put the link in the description bars below for uh, for products that support us. So, and if you guys um, haven't used it yet or are thinking about using it, stuff in upcoming videos, I'll, uh, I'll do screen shares with stuff like that so we can go over some of the bridges, uh, coin stats, um, just anything you guys want to go over. We'll, uh, we'll put a poll up once a week and if you guys want us to do some basic TA, if you want us to go over some of CM's past calls, I'm going to lose my voice there. Um, if you want us to just uh, look at some altcoins for you, stuff like that, just uh, we'll keep it pretty open from week to week. And if we can get a couple guest speakers in from a project, whether it's someone we're talking to or uh, someone CM has a connection with, um, we'll try and get a couple random ones in so that way... Uh, you guys can learn about some new projects firsthand if we can pull that off and try and get you guys as much information moving forward as possible. Yeah, exactly. And that that's something actually for me to add, uh, particularly over the last year 
I've made a lot of connections in crypto that, that want to offer many, many things, but a lot of these things I find it ethically very difficult to offer because I know that they want a video in exchange for the awareness and of course if that's making me money because a hundred of you click the link and buy things I, I just didn't feel right about that so what we have managed to do now is find the, the best ethical way for it and where we are very transparent in what these projects want to offer you and we give that to you as a benefit. So whether it's a saving on Coinstat, whether it's NFT whitelists, and more recently, these massive pre-sale opportunities, what was happening with me was some pre projects were coming and they're saying, give us two, three thousand dollars um, and we'll get you in the pre-sale and I wasn't doing it. But then I thought, well, what I can do if I can grow my community to the point that we're allowed to put more in, as a pre-sale opportunity as a group. I can run the research, everyone can join it as a pre-sale together and we can all push it as a community. And I think now we've found that right balance where we get hundreds of thousands of dollars of pre-sale, we work with it as a group. And it's not just me lying on a YouTube video saying, hey guys, this is great because I'm getting paid five grand for it. It's a whole different dynamic. So I'm, I'm happy to be able to offer that to everyone now. That's definitely what we've seen recently with the Dialmaker one or the, the Tester one, Outer Ring. Um, these can be massively successful in, in what they do for your portfolio. So very, very happy to offer these things and hopefully the, the savings from, from similar projects like CoinStats. And I think Usic, especially when it comes to like the the NFT side of things, you're you're so clued up that some of these white left white lists can can really pay off, can't they? Um, yeah, and that's the thing. If you guys will notice, I don't post like I'm not gonna spam you guys with stuff in the NFT section just because a lot of it's a gamble. Um, and the last couple things I posted were higher value. One was, of course, Moonbirds, which took off. And I don't know if anyone from the community got in in time. That was ridiculous. Um, I know I, my wallet didn't get drawn, unfortunately. But uh, for, if anyone did, congratulations on the uh, the free money that they inherited. What did that? What price did that go to in the end? <laughs> oh, they're up to. Uh, I think they're around thirty-six Ethereum right oh, now. Oh my! They were two and a half buy. They were a pricey buy. Um, and then anyone, I did post that one a little late, but hopefully a few of you got KYC'd for the Yuga Labs land sale on Saturday, because if you did not KYC in time, you cannot buy on Saturday. So there's going to be a very select amount of people who can actually participate in Saturday's sale. Um, it is a Dutch, Dutch auction for the, uh, the land sale for uh, board apes and mutant apes. So there's a lot of land. Um, I think total it's 200,000 pieces. 100,000 are coming out uh, this week. 30,000 for uh, board ape members and 70,000 in the sale. But uh, the amount of people who can buy in the sale is very, very limited because not a lot of people pass the KYC in time. So if you are one of those people and you have some money on the sidelines, that's going to be one that uh, is probably worth throwing a few shillings at just uh, as a long-term hold because it seems like anything Yuga Labs touches right now turns to gold. Yeah, I think that's the thing. And the NFT space reputation counts as everything. Um, if once had a previously successful launch, there's high chance that 
the, the following after that is very very successful as well it, it just happens too many times yeah and again like sam said none of us here are taking side things if we do get uh which we are trying to do uh jimmy and myself if we do uh get a bit of a kickback from an nft project whether it's white lists whether it's uh we might put a few if they give us a few nfts for mentioning them to you guys we're actually going to put the nfts and stuff in a treasury and use them for draws and that during the mas so we're not uh we're not taking anything from it um anything we get from projects will be uh stuff that the community will benefit from so it'll go into a uh, treasury down the road as we get going and it'll be stuff we'll use for raffles for you guys yeah exactly that that's the way we're looking at it i, th I think we've got loads of ideas on that it would, it'd be great to be able to set up a guild and everything uh, for some of the gaming nfts coming out but definitely that's what it's all about that it's not a, a constant sort of money grab within this group it's you, you pay your membership you're in and then you get the benefits from there. I'm I'm not going to be getting two hundred thousand dollars of whitelist NFTs and then trying to make a hundred thousand off the group. It will just be a sort of as seen basis, and you'll get access to that. So I think you guys got a bit of an overview on us and what we're looking at doing here and building here. Um, between, I'll keep an eye on the VIP chat, uh, CM. If you want to look at the big dog chat, if you guys have any questions. And if you're on push to talk, guys, just don't talk over each other. Feel free to ask a question if there's anything you guys want to know. Yeah, go for it. The The panel is open. Any questions? Definitely a lot of people joined after the football ended. people that have joined late i have recorded this on obs um so you will be able to get the the full roughly half hour conversation so far on obs and you can just watch that at your own leisure listen to it while you're driving do anything you want with it and that's going to be the game plan guys we'll try and keep these to about a half hour 45 minutes so that way they can be recorded and saved and they're easy for people to catch up on well, no questions. Come on, somebody's got, somebody's got to have some. All right, question for the group. You guys can type your answers in the chats. Uh, when did most of you start in crypto? Let's see who who are OGs who uh, who've been battle tested through this and who just uh, who's been here for the good times and are just starting to feel a little pain now. I think um, there's definitely a, a lot of people here at the moment feeling a lot of pain, myself included. I was sort of part of a circulated buy of XCAD at $8, trying to push it to 9 and 10, and look how that ended up for me. But, you know, I've got a lot of faith in that project that it's worthwhile that buy-in anyway. Um, but it's just how crypto works, everyone. I, I remember when Meaties was hitting like $200, $250. I was giving a bit of hint about people taking money back on it, but it's difficult to do those sorts of things too, obviously, because a few days later it started hitting 300 and people started complaining, you know, why did I take money? It's, it's up at 300 now, but some people will be happy with that decision. We've, we've got a question in VIP. Yeah, um, I think uh, you'll have to touch base on that one, uh, CM, OL token yeah. release and what's going on with them. Yeah, so OL 
is is clearly a, a massive massive find it's one of it's the exact reason i'm in crypto and to be honest with the amount of time people like zeke mr mccrypto face jimmy angelo everyone else you see helping all of sort of jimmy's doing is, is let me find projects like oh well now on its token release it's still speculative at the moment what we do know is though that from the research there is some big names working behind this and clearly the type of technology um, and programming language that they're working on is something that the industry is is massively interested in we've looked at aptos with a 200 million dollar investment valuing them at well over a billion dollars what from my experience in crypto i imagine what would happen with the ol token releases everyone that's participated in any sort of mining and for us as a group we've got validator secure where there is a lot more tokens received into that and what i want to do is whether we get whether this launches and we get full access to these tokens or whether we just get 10 percent initially whether they're slowly released out just to give it some stability price wise and the price itself remains speculative however that comes into me that will be automatically distributed out to the community because people think well if this is worth millions of dollars why on earth would you give it out to the community you don't have to the reason i'm doing that is purely for integrity purposes and my aim is to reward everyone within this group and i know that i'm in a privileged position because i've got hundreds of members so although you might think i found this and i could have just sort of mined it myself well the only reason i got given sort of access to validators was because i had people in the community that helped me set them up that understand programming language and because i've got such a big community the people in ol were happy to give me info and give me a bit of help and give me access so all of that has happened because of you the community so that is why it's a as a, as a me everyone helping me and the community that's why i aim to reward everyone on that but the, the actual token release itself we do not know much information in this i'm sure i read somewhere a couple of months ago that they were aiming to bring this to the market within quarter two which would of course be within the next couple of months but we need to i think with their tech problems a couple of weeks ago who knows where they are with that now but i think everyone would agree there's there's something major cooking there um, and hopefully it's, it's a massive success for the group. And for those of you who are new to pre-sales or haven't been in a lot of pre-sales, what you will see happen, especially when the market's going sideways like this and has no real directions, you will see launch dates change. You will see vesting periods grow in length because no one wants to get their entire capital drained um, by people dumping into a low market. So you will see a lot of stuff change that uh, CM brings to us. It might start off where it's got a three-month cliff and an 18-month vesting period. Or you might get stuff straight monthly, but you'll see a lot of projects until the market picks a direction. They will extend uh, their vesting periods or they'll hold off on launches altogether because no one wants to launch into a down market. Yeah, exactly. That, that happens all the time. I, I've got a, a virtual reality project I've invested in. It launched about nine months ago and they, they've not given me one token yet because they keep saying oh, it's not the right time to release tokens. The, the, the project price is dying and then, now I'm thinking I bet they wish they just released the tokens now because the market will pick up and they've still got the release to do. So yeah, it's, it's, it's ever changing. Um, on 
Tyler Python, I know, I, I miss him as well. Very, very active and, and um, great community member. I, I think he's got some personal things ongoing at the moment and we certainly all wish him well and hopefully hopefully he gets back to us soon but I can't really say much more on that I'm afraid Street Pirate um, Crackers as for Metis the little bit I know from talking to Amen they had to make a few changes and they're really working on building the infrastructure there so there's actually stuff being built on top of Metis um, I can tell you they're looking at an NFT marketplace if you happen to look at my uh, my profile picture I can tell you they're is a very strong chance there's an NFT marketplace coming to uh, medicine in the near future. Oh, that's a big hint of alpha there. I think, um, yeah, I think with Meteos as well, the if, if you have a look at how Matic, another layer two, has performed since January, it's very, very similar uh, TA-wise to that of, of Meteos. Of course, we notice Meteos more because we've rode all the way up and a lot of us have, have rolled it all the way down. So projects you follow are always the ones that you notice that seem to bleed the hardest. Um, if you have a look at Matic, another layer two, very, very similar TA on that at the moment. But the important thing about Meteos, technology-wise, is, is still one of the market leaders. They, of course, have had some major issues internally with their team, which, believe me, have went far beyond what I even thought was was actually true when, when I first heard about it. But I think um, crypto is one of the places where people do focus on technology and, and partners and what projects are building. And you can't let these sort of rogue team members affect anything like that. And as Zeke said, he's given you a bit of a hint at, at what potentially is coming there as well. So like a lot of Layer 2s, whether it's Midas or any of the others, they've all had their launch. Now they need structure on them. It's no different than looking at something like Polkadot or Cardano, where the technology is there, everything's great, but now you got to build on top of it for it to have its next run up. Yeah, exactly. Meteos had that insane run up because it was just so unknown. Um, and what it was aiming to deliver if it delivered that, it would obviously be extremely undervalued, and that's what happened. They had such an aggressive team, such great tech being built, and it was just basically getting its fair market share value, and that's what's happened. But of course, all good things do come to an end. All people that bought in early want to take money back, and it does follow that movement down. A prime example of that happening is... <laughs> If you look at Zilliqa, what a roller coaster for people holding that layer one solution. Um, you know, it, people didn't know what it was. It rolled up in value. It crashed back down because people thought, "Yeah, I'm taking my money back." And then all of a sudden, people holding it for a year are the most depressed people in the world. After a week, they're they're back to where they are, riding at all time high again. Crazy. And that's that's why I think if you are invested in a project for its technology, what it's trying to deliver in crypto. <laughs> you are sometimes better just keeping up to date with it and, and riding out the, the highs and lows because eventually the day will come where the high comes back. And uh, yeah, actually just to touch on what Panther did, um, as we get going, like I have a very large list of altcoins that uh, 
and as we get going into the, some of these pre-sales, by all means, if people have time, one of the hardest things to find, because they're constantly changing and stuff, and CM and I have talked about is help finding token releases for stuff we're in as a group, because um, selling, the history that I've seen, selling about 24 to 48 hours before a token release, and then buying all your tokens back a week later, is hugely profitable for 99% of projects. Obviously, you get the odd one that plays outside the box and goes up on the token release, but uh, those are few and far in between. Um, so there's always a chance, and we uh, will get a research slash suggestion uh, channel put in here where people can uh, throw some tokens in and stuff they want us to look at, obviously. We won't be able to get to all of them, but if something catches our attention that we can uh, I'll go over as a group. Oh, project proposals. We actually already have it, Panther. Uh, research reports down below. I just happened to be scrolling through all our channels to see where we'd put it, but we actually have that. So project, project proposals um, or uh, research reports. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Cool, cool. I have a question though. Um, what's your take on uh, BXI going uh, vertical the last uh, couple of weeks? See, so, yeah, I mean, you want to talk about the Dixie or do you want me to? <laughs> um, it's definitely made everybody risk off for a short term, and it's kind of ironic how high up it's ran actually i was let me just bring it up on my screen so i can see what it's at now did it uh break the resistance level that was at or is it just sitting there nor well it's uh... i got it on my screen now um i think the telltale on this is going to be the may 4th announcement from the fed um, the U.S. has been fortunate enough that they've, I don't want to say they've lied about their inflation numbers, but they've taken a lot of stuff out of their inflation numbers that should be in their inflation numbers to make, uh, make stuff, stuff seem a little better than what it is. And this from the past month. So in April, 2021, the inflation number was a lot higher than it was in, uh, in March, 2021. So we're going to get numbers that correlate a little better. So they might be able to skew it, but the US just came out with their GDP today and their GDP went down. So the dollar being what it is to me, isn't justifiable at this point. Like it should get harshly rejected, but it pushed through that, uh, that 103 and almost got up to 104, which was, uh, which I found surprising personally. Um, and as long as the Dixie's running as hard as it is, um, it'll make risk on assets a little, like, well, it's, we've gone sideways forever. Like you look at, uh, mm -hmm. at crypto itself, it's going to control the market, but I'm just looking at the Dixie on the daily, all the indicators are maxed out. So MACD's maxed out, the uh, Stotch RSI's maxed out, the regular RSI's maxed out. So. Somewhere in the next week, we should get a severe, severe rejection on the Dixie. Um, let me just go to the bigger time frame here one second. 
Well, I expected uh, Europe to be in a very tough spot, but the USA GDP actually surprised me going down. It's a bit concerning, to be honest. 100%, yeah, because if uh, you go down, I forget what their stat for it is, either 2% or 2.5%, then it's considered the definition of a recession. But uh, um, I might go choppy quick, but I'll uh, share my screen on the Dixie real fast, and you can see the week, even the weekly and the daily are both uh, maxed out here. I'll drop the resolution down to 720. It's not like it really matters for the chart, but so what you guys are looking at here, the Dixie is the US dollar index for those of you who haven't charted or looked at some of this stuff, which um, in correlation, whenever the US dollar value is high risk on assets, normally the risk on assets aren't doing well, like the drop we've seen in the stock market um, and, uh, and crypto since the start of the year, you can see what uh, basically what the, uh, the US dollar has done since uh, the summer drop. It's gone nothing but, but go up. It's gone straight up since we had the crypto dip back uh, last summer. And uh, all the long-term indicators, if you know, um, all long-term indicators, which you can see at the bottom, that's the weekly chart right there. You can see they're pretty much maxed out. Um, I don't have fibs or anything on just because by the time I draw them. But uh, I'll bring back the um, And you can see the daily is about as overbought as it's ever been for the last 15, 20 years for crying out loud. Like the last time you saw it this high on the daily, even for a sustainable amount of time, was May 2018. Um, you got some high points here in uh, just after the COVID crash there in uh, March 2020. But as a whole, this is not territory you normally see the US dollar. Well, if it's ever going to break the it, it's resistance. It's going to be now. It has to be now. I totally agree with you. It is definitely something we have to keep an eye on for the next few weeks just to uh, to see where the strength is. And when it does start to collapse, that's when, uh, if you have money sitting on the sidelines, this is actually probably one of the better indicators to watch. Uh, even more so than all the crypto indicators, because if this is continued continuing to go high, we're going to go sideways and down a little, more than likely. Yeah, what you're looking at is the, the breakout of that resistance and then eagerly awaiting the, the retest, basically, which, as Zeke is saying, is going to happen very, very soon. Um, if it gets a bounce off of that previous resistance into an SR flip, then, yeah, could be disastrous. But I think anticipating what is happening in the world with the euro and their outrageous inflation gives us a bit of a anticipation that the ECB, the European Central Bank, will take action very, very soon and it should see the euro start to recover. And if the euro starts to recover, the dollar will dip. The euro makes up about 60% of the weight against the dollar, along with other currencies like yen and things like that. So if the euro recovers, the dollar will dip. And that's what we're waiting on over the next, yes, yeah, it's, it's imminent, like week or two. That's is very, very important. 
we're unfortunately at the mercy of global politics right now with what's going on over there. So, yeah, until the euro uh, settles and everything else. If the U.S. is, yeah, like uh, Noir said, if we're ever going to see it push through this resistance and a new high for the dollar for the first time in forever, uh, this is the week it's going to happen probably prior to the May 4th announcements from uh, from the Fed. Yeah. Do, do the European banks have a meeting set up or something? Yeah, there's one set in June. Um, that's one of their, like main monetary policy meetings they have them quarterly i believe the next one is in june now generally what happens is in the month prior it's just like anything that happens with these fed announcements it's just everyone notices these more in crypto usually about four or five weeks beforehand for these monetary policy events people start to speculate the media starts to leak what individual entities think will happen so that's why in my head I think the euro will start to reverse because I do believe in May, that a month before the ECB meeting, people will start to say, yeah, the ECB is going to raise interest rates to tackle inflation. I think if they start to speculate and there starts to be rumours circulating about that, I think we'll start to see uh, all of the charts start to anticipate those announcements. Um, so that's where we're at at the moment i do think it's 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 all sort of perfectly aligned you know what will happen is in june if the ecb raise interest rates we'll look back at the charts and be like oh look yeah that this is all very obvious this was always going to happen uh that's what we're trying to predict now um so in, in my opinion I, I do think they they will take action in june um and that would then balance out the, the dollar and euro I'm concerned about it because they are fact basically. Every, every single country in Europe is getting massacred by inflation or something, and the food prices are going vertical as well. Yeah, it, it's all, it is all, of course, speculation, but what we have seen is Bitcoin over the last year, year and a half of extreme global economy. Uh, economic turmoil, crypto and a lot of these gaming plays, NFTs, Board Ape Yacht Club, some of the layer ones, they have just performed just so unbelievably um, while all of this has been going on in the market. And the true dream, of course, as we eventually detach from all of this, is there is hundreds of more millions of users using these layer ones, layer twos, gaming NFTs. That it doesn't really matter what happens in the global economy because if if there's a if there's a hundred million people watching YouTube using an XCAD plugin, how on earth will it matter? what the, the oil price is as to how that impacts the, the price of an XCAD token, you know, and hopefully that those days start to come round within the next 12 to 18 months as, as more and more users come into crypto. That's always been the, the biggest aim for me, that the users in crypto grow to such a, a large scale that they become the dictators of price rather than the, the global economy around it. That's, that's sort of my uh, thoughts yeah, on what's it. The, what's the current users right now? 50 million or something? Oh, who knows? Of, of, of crypto as a whole? Yeah. Oh, but I think it's above that. I think I read something yesterday that was about 100, 100 million. 
maybe more of active users. I'm not sure if, in all honesty. Yeah, I read that in 10 years it's going to blow up in 4 or 5 billion or something. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's why everyone knows that I'm favourable of projects like Origin Trail Track because if you've got businesses that, that need to uh, move goods between country and country and they use blockchain to verify this, then, you know, before someone sends, uh, you know, a thousand crates of whiskey from Scotland to China verified on blockchain, they're not going to say, oh, we're not going to send that today because track is a cent, you know, it will happen anyway. And once you've got hundreds of millions of or even billions of transactions happening, crypto will start to explode to, to levels I think that people will absolutely not believe because it will just be a, a machine of, of market buying to make a lot of these chains operate and work and that's why XCAD's exciting as well I'm just using it as an example because it's quite an easy one to understand if you've got a hundred million people watching YouTube every day on an XCAD plugin and they need to be trading or, or buying XCAD to be able to get these rewards then it's, it's a machine that won't be able to be stopped and if there's only a certain amount of tokens on the market um, you know, you've got an infinite amount of dollars on the market, but you've got a limited amount of crypto tokens on the market. It'll, it'll just explode, and I think it will go to levels that people simply cannot believe. And FOMO, uh, just sort of right over that quick, and that's a good point. It's tough for a lot of people, depending on how long they've been in crypto, to look at stuff long term. They're looking at someone who made a million bucks on Board API Club in a few weeks, or somebody who hit a crazy Dogecoin run or yeah, you definitely have to, uh, and that's something we'll, we'll go over in one of the, the upcoming AMAs fairly early is, uh, building a bit of a port portfolio where you, you take a few flyers, you get your, get yourself some Ethereum, get, get yourself some layer ones that, um, and I know everyone has a different opinion of this. Me personally, I don't own Bitcoin at this point. Um, my holds are split between uh ethereum luna avalanche stuff like that because i feel the return will be a little bigger um but at the same time if uh, if your goal is to own bitcoin always putting a little in bitcoin's never a bad idea i just uh, right now i'm a little more risk adverse myself personally but that is uh that's up to everyone but uh definitely uh allocating a portfolio in different ways is something we all uh either go over next week or the following week too, because I think that's important for everyone, especially while times are slow and sideways because uh, people have coins that they've got beat up on and they don't really want to take the loss, but sometimes taking the loss is the best thing to get into something that is moving. And then you can always buy, if you still believe in what you took the loss on, you can always buy it back. Yeah, absolutely. I think if... Um what i do that helps me is is rather than look at things in dollar value i look at things in how many tokens i had of it so yeah when when xcad uh, sorry when zillica hit all-time high um you know I, I did sell so i'm talking about two years ago when it hit all-time high or, or maybe a bit less than that i did think oh i sold that a bit early but i remembered how many tokens of zillica i held and i know the plays i done after that and if I sold what I have of those now and rebought my Zilliqa, I would have more tokens. So I know that I've made more money and, and doing some switching up. Um, yeah. yeah, that's the way to do it. 
yeah, sometimes having a, a swing bag that you can sort of chase the hot narrative with, have some stuff that you hold on for a long time, and uh, that sort of stuff we'll uh, definitely go over with people so you guys can uh, see a bit of a breakdown. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're right around the hour. Does anyone have any more questions for our first one? If not, we'll uh, put up a poll over the weekend, and you guys can pick uh, pick some topics for next week that you want us to go over. Um, anyone else have anything they want to touch on this week? Yeah, any last questions? Again, we have recorded this, so anyone that's joined late, I will post up the recording so you can watch the whole thing. I'll try and um, blur out any random DMs I've opened while I've been talking um, <laughs> on my screen share. But yeah, any any last questions, go ahead. Crypto Face has um, some big airdrops that he wants to go over. We'll uh, definitely invite him up to chat too here once in a while. So if there's anything he really wants to break down that says we need to keep an eye out for an airdrop immediately and stuff like that, uh, we'll have him join in. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of you people will see Mr. McCrypto Face with the CM Top Dog logo next to it. What mainly Jimmy's, well, all of Jimmy's doing is I spent all my time researching everything in crypto airdrops nfts gaming the next big layer two and obviously it's absolutely impossible to do all of that so under jimmy's recommendation there's a lot of people now in the group that you'll see that do have analyst roles or logos next to their name or core team these are people vetted and trusted within the group they're, they're here to help you succeed and Particularly with airdrops, that's something that's extremely useful because all it's asking for is often just five minutes of your time to potentially make thousands of dollars. Um, and that, that's, we, we did, Mr. McCrypto did highlight the optimism play. He's had success with it. I know people that have followed him will get some of these tokens and this could end up being a big hit. So that'll be fun when that all comes to the market to see how much that's worth. Yeah, and some of them can be very lucrative. Like I played uh, Gods Unchained last year, just the card game from IMX, and I ended up getting a boatload of IMX tokens and ended up getting a boatload of Gods tokens for just taking the time to play a couple games a few days a week. Um, the payoff for some of these airdrops is unbelievable. You just wake up and you look at your wallet, you're going, oh, that doesn't happen in the real world. Yeah, exactly. I always say that time spent in crypto money-wise is, is the best place for your time um, the the cash reward can can be extreme but of course there's times when it goes down but that's why it's worth it the the highs can be beyond your 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 greatest expectations that's why we're all here and hopefully the group's now at a, a level that people can start to really get massive value from this group and the constant sort of drip feed of information that can help you and yeah of course it's, it's down to how much time you put into it some people will put in 10 minutes a week and get really really lucky some people put in 10 hours a week and feel like they're sort of wasting their time but the the time will come and then you get one big hit and that's what changes the portfolio for you but i think i think that's about a wrap zeke thanks very much for joining yeah thanks everyone who showed up for our first one and we'll we'll get these going weekly and like i said if we can add in a special guest speaker speakers at random times on random days to uh bring a little more to you guys we definitely will and we'll record as many of them as we can so that way because we're in such a 
mess of time zones in this group. I've never seen anything like it that uh, those who can't make it live can at least uh, listen to it at their own leisure. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for joining everyone. It is appreciated because obviously the more of you that, that do show up and engage, the more we want, you know, the big names to join in. You know, we can see, you know, 50, 100 or more people joined us. Do you want to, you know, have a little showcase piece and things like that? So very much appreciates everyone's time. And I guess we can sign it off there.